Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peter Gabbett Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Timothy Hankst, and today is November 9th, 2020, which means I'm on day 331 in a row of 365 promised episodes that brings you unedited, unscripted, improv, news, movies, music, sports, food, entertainment, and all things except politics. Well, folks, big news in sports yesterday was clearly the Seahawks losing badly to the Buffalo Bills. Like, saying those words doesn't even make sense to me. I can't can't even believe I'm saying these words. The Seahawks lost to the Buffalo Bills, a team that has only ever been to the Super Bowl and lost four times in their lifetime. Now, I got to admit, the Buffalo Bills are better this year than they have been in probably three decades. Jeez, they were pretty good in the 80s. They weren't bad in the 90s when they somehow made it to the Super Bowl, but they lost every time, so we don't even like to count that. But lately, the Buffalo Bills have been on a tear, so I can't can't, uh, avoid giving them credit for what they did. I can't. In the Sunday night game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, could not score a touchdown against the New Orleans Saints defense, which was tearing them apart. Not to mention, Drew Brees and the offense were on one yesterday, big time. I believe they won 38-3 or something. All I know is... There were some upsets yesterday, big time, and the Saints game wasn't as big of an upset, but the Chargers people, oh my gosh, how do they do this? How many weeks have I talked about the Chargers letting their fans down in every way possible, and this time they found another new way to do it? With two successful touchdowns at the end of the game, both being reversed in a matter of seconds, including one with the time clock expired, taking away a San a LA Chargers win, I almost called him San Diego, wow, it's been years, taking away a Los Angeles Chargers win after the fact, and I just can't believe it. I was in disbelief. They have now found an even more new and unique way to lose that I have never witnessed before. Having lost the game after the end of regulation play, had them win. So they won, and then reviewing it, moments later, they reversed it, of course, and then they lost. I just can't believe it. I mean, it's it seems like they make this stuff up. Like, it can't be real, but it is. It's the Chargers, that's their legacy, letting their fans down. Or I should say their fan, because there's probably not even multiple fans left for the LA Chargers. New movie review, folks. The New Mutants. The first and actually only... MCU film to come out this 
year. Now, it was expected that the Scarlett Johansson Black Widow standalone movie would also come out this year, but it did not. It got delayed and pushed back, of course, because of COVID, because they want to make money off that movie. They expect if the theaters are open, people will flock to them to see ScarJo reprise her role as Black Widow and make a ton of money. But they didn't have that same idea with the new mutants. They figured, you know what? This might be a flop. Let's pitch it out there anyways right now when nobody's going to theaters and people are staying at home and social distancing and all that crap and see what happens. Well, they were right. It was a flop. What I saw was basically this. A bunch of ragtag, unrecognizable comic book characters that nobody has ever heard of with no real explanation as to what their individual abilities are. We just see them come out here and there and have to kind of guess. And the main person in this movie is a Native American girl whose ability is to make people around her's fears come to life. And her biggest fear is a giant grizzly bear? Yes, apparently a giant grizzly bear was sort of the main antagonist in this movie. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of confused about it. I, I don't really know. I mean, the whole setting itself seems to be in what is a variation of a mental hospital created for mutants. So sort of a mutant mental hospital, if you will. And the person who runs it, she perceives herself to be capable of holding in all these young potential new mutants. But they obviously destroy her and escape eventually. And that's the end of the movie. So it just seems like not a lot happened in a whole movie's worth of time. It was it was quick, it was short, it was over. And of course it had an underage lesbian scene, which absolutely nobody wants to see. I know this is the new world and we're, the world is full of trannies and LBGTQ plus question mark, reverse symbol, ambersand, Batman, all that stuff. And there's just a whole bunch of weirdos and freaks out there. But even with all that stuff, it doesn't mean people want to see what is perceived to be in the movie 15 or 16 year old girls making out in a snuff porno just disturbing scenario that kind of made it a little awkward to be watching by myself at night. But either way, uh, it is a Marvel film. It's got pretty good action, and it's supposed to be a horror film type ver version. So, you know, they went after a darker side, kind of like DC does with their darker universe, and they try to make it scary. And I must admit, it was definitely less family-friendly than any of the other MCU films I've ever seen. So for that, I give this movie a 5 out of 10. It's got good action. It's somewhat of a horror film. Special effects are on point. 
but the storyline is lacking, the characters are garbage, and there's real no, really no explanation of what each individual's powers are or why they got them, even though they tried to do that with flashbacks, but I just didn't get it. So I give it a 5 out of 10. The New Mutants, don't waste your time unless you're bored and you want to see children doing lesbian stuff. Well, folks, if it wasn't good enough news for you that the McRib is back at McDonald's, now, for the vegans out there, McDonald's is coming out with a sandwich called the McPlant. Yes, a plant-based burger. You know, so it's probably the same as the Impossible Whopper or the Beyond Meat Patty. But none of that matters because McPlant, I mean... You guys have no... You just don't even try anymore. You don't even try to come up with a new name. You just put Mick in front of everything. The McChicken Sandwich. The McDouble Burger. The McPlant. The McPlant, that's what you're... That's what you're calling this pile of crap. Soy-based, undoubtedly conglomerate, plant blood scenario that I have, I want nothing to do with this. Now, first of all, I don't eat at McDonald's. I've said that a million times. I constantly talk about fast food on my podcast, although I don't eat fast food, which is pretty funny and ironic. But I will say that moving forward, McDonald's is attempting to recreate the whole Impossible Whopper scenario that was such a big craze with the McPlant, but the name itself is just so bad. I mean, if I ordered something called a McPlant through a drive-thru, I would expect to be handed a live plant I could go put in my backyard in some soil. But it's a sandwich? A McPlant? I mean, I don't even know what they're trying to do here. It makes no sense to me. Of course, they're also upgrading their chicken sandwich once again which will be ready for people to devour who love endless, worthless calories with no nutritional value whatsoever in 2021. Well, the fun never stops when you're talking to Mike Tyson. And this time around on a podcast, he explained that he actually did cheat on his drug tests during his boxing, to make sure he passed after promising to the public that he had never used performance-enhancing drugs or any type of drugs during his training, which obviously you used something you shouldn't have if you're using somebody else's pee. Now, apparently he used what is known as a whizinator, which I personally know about this. I have never used it. But it was on my mind as a possibility when I was on probation. What it is, is a fake penis that comes in different shades, mind you. Whether it be white, black, or yellow. It comes in those three shades. And you use it to fake that it's your penis. And it leads to a bag of untainted urine. Which you then squeeze into the cup and act as though it was your actual urine so you can pass a UA. Now, apparently Mike Tyson was using his wife's urine at one point 
until he heard a rumor of another athlete using his pregnant wife's urine to pass a drug test, and they found out that the urine tested positive for a pregnancy. So that obviously means it wasn't yours, because that's impossible except for the movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he gets pregnant. But I will say this. Eventually, according to Mike Tyson, he began using his child's piss instead, which was untainted, and I'm surprised that his child never got a hold of some of the drugs that seemed to be rampant in the household of the Tyson family, because obviously he's using everybody's piss left and right to pass a urine analysis before he does any boxing. What was he afraid of getting caught doing? He claims it was never ever steroids, because steroids don't help boxers, although I'm pretty sure steroids help anyone who wants to get big and strong. So what was it? Was it cocaine that he used so often he couldn't wait 72 hours for it to flush out of his system before he took a UA? Was it marijuana that he smoked just enough so where it was in his system for over 30 days and he knew he wouldn't be able to fight if he failed that urine analysis test? I mean, no one will ever really know until the next podcast he does where he wants some more fame for a week and he talks deeper into the types of drugs he used. It seems like right now, Mike Tyson gets everybody's attention. He's an attention whore. And that proof will be in the pudding on November 28th, this year, in the Staples Center, Staples Center, in Los Angeles, when he takes on Roy Jones Jr. And I am absolutely looking forward to this. Because this is going to be an embarrassment on both sides. These guys are old, washed up, and although they look like they're in great shape, they neither of them have taken a punch to their faces in years. So they do not recall what it's like to get pummeled by their opponent constantly for minutes and minutes in a row. And I expect, since it's an exhibition fight, it'll go about eight rounds each round only being a couple minutes long. So these old geezer bums can, you know, drink their NOS explode on the side and try and gain themselves a little bit more energy between each round. But either way, it'll be a shit show, but a show nonetheless. So be sure to get that pay-per-view and tune in on the 28th to see two old boxing legends go toe-to-toe, this time instead of ear-to-ear, like Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson once did. I'm pretty sure Tyson's plan this time is not to go vampire and bite anybody. I suspect this time around he is all about preserving his legacy as a champion and going out swinging. Well, folks, I am... Doing my last segment today on the Peter Gabbett podcast in a state of sheer sadness with the news that Alex Trebek has passed away at age 80 after battling nonstop against pancreatic cancer. No one is more influential in the game show world than Alex Trebek. If you say that name, 
anyone anywhere knows, you're talking about the 36-year-long host of Jeopardy and the man who is capable of holding back when somebody answers the dumbest thing anyone's ever heard and by just saying no very politely, making them not feel as stupid as somebody like I would when asked the question that was recently asked to a contestant about scoring or having 100 assists in a season in hockey, and the person answered, Magic Johnson. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you could be anyone, anyone on the planet, and you would at least know that Magic Johnson played basketball. I don't even think he has ever once in his life ice skated or attempted to play hockey. In fact, there is very few black hockey players at all. There's just very few. They're mostly Canadians, Russians, and people that live in the North where it's ice friggin' cold. Magic Johnson was the contestant's answer to a question about who scored a hundred assists in hockey in the NHL in a season. Magic Johnson. Now, Alex Trebek, being the saint of a human being that he is, simply said no with a slight, just teeny bit of a tone in his voice that meant no you jackass I can't believe you're so stupid MJ played basketball like the other MJ you moron but of course in a very nice way he simply said no which makes him and always made him a better man than I because I wouldn't be able to hold back I'm sorry Magic Johnson is your answer to a hockey question. I will never forget that. That's so embarrassing. I'll also never forget Alex Trebek and how great he was at hosting Jeopardy. Anyone who takes his place will absolutely never be able to truly fill his shoes as the amount of knowledge coursing through the synapses in his brain is unmatched by any human on the planet Trebek has more information and knowledge in his mind than any person. And I will say rest in peace, good sir. And thank you for doing what you did to entertain the lives of millions of people for so many years. Much to your dismay, it is time for the portion of the Peter Gabbett podcast that I personally enjoy. And that is Real Stories. Brought to you by me, Peter Timothy Hankst, and Barbecusion, that's B-B-Q-U-S-I-O-N. And folks, speaking of performance-enhancing drugs, I'm going to tell you the story about when I bought one of those massive jugs of whey protein with lean lipids and all the enhancements you could possibly imagine And I ended up devouring the whole thing as recommended on the daily amount and gained no weight. Yes, 
I completely wasted my time, energy, and money. And I, I don't even know how it's possible. I worked out every single day for like six months. And this wasn't when I did the P90X. When I did the P90X, I did not take any of the after-workout drinks that they, you know, they always recommended it. They were like, hey, pre-workout and after-workout to help you stay healthy and avoid injury. It's very necessary during the P90X. But I didn't listen because, you know, I, I already had paid for the P90X and I was losing money by spending so much time working out every day and not going to work as much. So I, I wasn't about to buy this after-workout crap. But when I bought a giant jug of whey protein, it inspired me to start using my workout equipment more heavily. And the number one thing I had and still have to this day is a Bowflex. Now, for any of you who know what a Bowflex is, it's resistance weight. It's not real weights. It's not normal workouts. It's resistance weight, which means... Your arms, when you're doing bench press, are getting resistance the entire time. There's no break at the top when you finally lift up, and there's no break at the bottom when you finally drop down. It's a constant state of resistance, but it's not as much weight, which means it'll get you lean and in shape, but it will not get you big. Now, I didn't know this, and I ended up purchasing a Bowflex from what was known back then as G.I. Joes. Now, G.I. Joes are a little toy we used to get when we were kids. They're very famous. Also, a TV show, movies, all kinds of stuff. But G.I. Joes was also a place in Oregon that was a sporting goods store. I believe now it's just called Joes, or I think they took it away completely and changed it to a Dick's Sporting Goods. Doesn't really matter to me now. But back then... I went to G.I. Joe's and I saw a Bowflex that was a fairly good price, but could have been cheaper. But a buddy of mine who was an employee at the G.I. Joe's shows up and I'm like, hey, man, can you cut me a special deal on this in any way? And he's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to hook you up. So he took a clearance price of another item. And made that the price of the Bowflex. So instead of paying over a thousand bucks, which is what it would, would have cost, I paid like 700, which was a steal for that at the time. It was brand new at the G.I. Joe's. It was supposed to be like 1200 bucks. He got me like $500 off. So I couldn't resist it. I bought it right then and there. But then I didn't realize I have no way of getting that to my house. So I'm stuck in a parking lot with a car and a gigantic box that's a build-it-yourself Bowflex scenario that I literally had no way of getting this to my house. So I started calling around for a buddy with a truck, which is actually quite easy to find when you live in Oregon. A lot of people have trucks. Instantly found somebody with a truck to come swoop me up, took me in the Bowflex to my spot. I set it up it's actually a lot of work just building this thing. I think it took me half a day. I don't even know if I used it by the time I was done. So many screws, so many moving parts, so much to do. Finally got it set up, and I started using this thing on the daily while drinking these whey protein shakes. 
And it absolutely did nothing to me. I, I looked the exact same. I actually felt a little bit stronger or more, I'd say, better endurance in my body overall, like all my muscles. Like I'd go to work and walk around for six, seven hours hustling, walking around with giant plates of food, you know, drink trays, all that stuff. And I found it to be easier and less stressful on my body, but I wasn't noticing a difference. There was no compliments getting shot my way from the ladies. You know, there was nobody walking up and touching my arms and, oh, you've got such big muscles. And there was nothing like that happening at all. The Bowflex is not that way. And speaking of whey, whey protein is crap. It does nothing for you. You need to you need to do whey protein and also eat like a thousand calories a day in sheer protein. And I just couldn't do it. And the gargly stomach feeling I got after eating all that soy and whey and all the crap that's in there, it just was just a wretched, wretched feeling. So if you're ever thinking, should I buy this giant jar of whey protein, max extreme, super enhancement, body supplement, whatever, just pass it up. Don't do it. Eat a steak each night or some chicken and do some weightlifting because the Bowflex just will not get you ripped. All those commercials where they're showing a guy using a Bowflex, well, this was probably 10 or 20 years ago. It's, I'm an old person, so. All those old commercials, they showed a guy who's already ripped and physically fit using a Bowflex. He didn't get ripped off of the Bowflex, no. He just has one for fun on the side. As like a, a pre-workout warm-up, perhaps. Or they would show a female doing it, and nothing against the ladies. There are some definite ripped women out there, and there's some definite MMA women that could beat my ass for even talking us a lick of smack about ladies whatsoever. But the majority of ladies would get a decent workout off of a Bowflex if you compare that to a man. But for guys, it's a waste of time. Don't do it. There you have it, folks. That is my real stories for the segment of today's Peter Gabbett podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners so very much. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Now, I'm no workout fanatic, but I do work out every day if I can or every other day as a must. And I'm sore right now from doing more than a couple hundred push-ups yesterday. It killed me. I did it anyways. I had to do it. But I'm usually solo when I do things like this. I cannot seem to truly spark an interest in my wife to join me in my pursuit of healthiness and working out. I can't seem to really get her to want to do it or be into it. If she does it at all, it's because I basically forced her or used a form of manipulation to do so. But I just want her to find that inner drive to be healthy and be strong and powerful. And that's what I want her to feel on her own. You know, just to to have that feeling, it's great. But for the most part, when I go out and do a workout, I'm on my own. And, I, and it's basically, here I go again on my own, looking down the only road I've ever known. And I'm going to play that song exactly for you by a band called Whitesnake. You may have forgotten they existed, 
but I'm going to remind you right now. Yesterday 